This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, Trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. COVID case explosion. We are now at the most crucial phase of this pandemic. President-elect picks chief of staff. I've never met a man or woman any brighter than Ron Klain. Tropical storm slams western Florida. We are expecting pretty widespread flooding. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. There's new action in several parts of the country to try to get a handle on the surging coronavirus pandemic. More than 144,000 new infections were reported yesterday, according to the COVID tracking project, and nearly 1,900 deaths. That's the most in a single day since May. Our CBS News team coverage begins with correspondent David Begno. As the White House remains silent, governors are taking action, reimposing restrictions and urging residents to get back to the basics. Governors like Indiana Republican Eric Holcomb. I'll sign an executive order that will implement pandemic requirements for all Hoosiers. His neighbor to the east, Ohio Republican Governor Mike DeWine, warned that businesses could be forced to close if infections continue to spike. It's advancing quickly and seeking victims in every community in Ohio. If you don't know any of its victims yet, you will. I'm Meg Oliver in New York City, where coronavirus spread had been contained for months, but is now in danger of exploding back. Governor Andrew Cuomo announced new measures to stop the spread. Bars, restaurants, and gyms must close in-person service at 10 p.m. We usually get uh, big orders around 10 and you, we're not going to get the income anymore. I'm Janet Shamley in El Paso, a city shaken to its core. Almost one of every 10 people have been infected here. Few have been spared the impact. I've lost my husband. I lost my brother. I've lost four of my friends. Lori Burnett's husband, Dave, was a firefighter who died in March. Her brother, a Vietnam veteran, died in September. Is that like an open wound again? Every time, every time. I can't sleep in our bed because he's not there anymore. And you ask me, how do I wake up every day? There's been times that I wish I hadn't. 
I'm Cammie McCormick. With the growing number of cases on college campuses, universities like Syracuse are going online only as of today. At Notre Dame, some students tested positive after rushing onto the field to celebrate a football victory, so testing will now be mandatory there for all students before they can go home. Student Ashton Weber. If we do not get exit tested, then there will be holds placed on our registration to come back for next semester. Other universities have announced similar exit testing ahead of the holidays, with more on what's happening with the White House task force. Here's correspondent Paula Reed. The task force is still holding meetings, but senior administration officials tell CBS News not much is actually happening during these meetings. On Monday, Vice President Mike Pence chaired a meeting where officials, they were really focused on distribution of therapeutics and vaccines. But there's still no coherent message or strategy from the White House on how to slow the spread. I'm Vicki Barker in London, where a new study finds people from black and South Asian backgrounds are at far higher risk of catching COVID than white people. An analysis of 50 studies totaling 19 million COVID patients has found black people are twice as likely to become infected. People with South Asian backgrounds, one and a half times as likely. Poverty, crowded living conditions and other factors are considered likelier causes than anybody. Biological differences. In South Dakota, where virus cases have been soaring, the Sioux Falls City Council rejected a mask mandate for indoor public places. Mississippi's governor has ordered mask wearing in 15 hard hit counties. Dr. Celine Gounder, who was on Joe Biden's COVID advisory board, tells CBS this morning. We probably need to step back in terms of indoor gatherings to our household bubbles. Uh, so that's the people you live with, whether or not their family might be your roommates. College students who don't live in the household really are not part of that household bubble. President-elect Biden has chosen the first top member of his new administration. CBS's Ed O'Keefe says he's tapped longtime advisor Ron Klain. Picking Klain as his chief of staff, Mr. Biden shows the emphasis his administration plans to place on the pandemic. Klain served as the Ebola response coordinator during the 2014 outbreak. Klain earned praise across the Democratic Party. Senator Elizabeth Warren called him a superb choice. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez called his pick encouraging. Biden ally Senator Bernie Sanders expressed interest in serving as labor secretary. If I had a portfolio that allowed me to stand up and fight for working families, would I do it? Yes, I would. But President Trump still shows no signs of conceding. The CBS's Stephen Portnoy tells us the Trump campaign's been trying to shake the GOP money tree for its legal excursions and mounting red ink. The outgoing president and his allies have spent the past several days making insistent fundraising appeals to supporters. The fine print in those appeals said 60 cents of every donated dollar would go toward paying off the Trump campaign's debts. Just how much debt the campaign has accrued won't become clear until federal filings are submitted early next month. Tropical Storm Ada crashed ashore overnight near Cedar Key, Florida. CBS's Maria Villarreal says flooding is the big concern. Heavy rains and ferocious winds blasted the city of Treasure Island. Overnight, Ada brought dangerous storm surge to the state's west coast and may have contributed to the electrocution death of one man in the heavily flooded Bradenton Beach area. About 40 million people are expected to be affected by Ada as it moves throughout the state. There's a court hearing in Georgia today in the Ahmad Arbery case. The 25-year old black man shot to death in February. Attorneys for the white father and son charged are asking for them to be released on bond and for two of the charges against them to be dropped. Well, CBS's Deborah Rodriguez tells us last night's Country Music Association Awards hit some high notes and some sour ones. 
There was no daddy's dream. Eric Church said he was grateful for more than winning his first CMA Entertainer of the Year award. The win is we all were here tonight together. But some viewers weren't as happy about seeing maskless stars on display. Country Music Association responded to a slew of angry tweets, assuring attendees were tested for COVID. Those tests sidelined Lady A and a member of Rascal Flats. Business is blooming at a place in the shadow of a sex shop and a crematorium. The Philadelphia landscaping business who made headlines after hosting a presidential press conference is using the opportunity to cash in. Four Seasons Total Landscaping, where President Trump's attorney Rudy Giuliani spoke over the weekend, has been selling out of its Make America Rake Again and Lawn and Order shirts. President Trump had tweeted about the event and the unusual location went viral with thousands chiming in with jokes and memes. Lisa Mateo, CBS News. On her Instagram account, Ruby Bridges calls her late mother Lucille brave, progressive, a champion for change. Ruby made news in 1960 when she was six, becoming the first black student at her New Orleans elementary school. But she always said her parents were the real heroes. She called her mom, who died at 86, one of the mothers of the civil rights movement. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.